Hey friends, thank you for joining us today. This is the Barrington Area Banter Podcast. We are produced by Anthony Lackis and recording at Gray Wolf Records located in the Ice House Mall in downtown Barrington. I am your host, Jennifer Fallett. Today we have Dr. Delphine and Dr. Nick Dignan of Dignan Family Chiropractic. They're located at 777 North Lake Zurich Road, Suite 105, which is a stone's throw away from Citizens Park. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having thank us. You. As you know, I invited you here to talk about how we can all improve our health with simple and attainable measures. But first, let's get to know you both a bit better. Delphine, you were born in Cannes, yes. correctly? Yes, good so, job. Thank you. Cannes, so, France. Yeah. <laughs> Not Indiana. Is there a Cannes, Indiana? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, um, vacation goals, I guess. Yes. Indiana, yeah. So what brought you to the U.S.? To become a chiropractor. I was uh, a runner track and field in college, and um, I severely injured my back. I broke two vertebrae, not doing track, just random stuff. And um, then I was out for the season, and I was uh, a very angry college kid at that point because it was my best season. And my brother used to live in the U.S., so um, I met a chiropractor, and uh, back home, and then I asked my brother, being done with college, if he knew about chiropractic. And he was like, yep, everybody goes to a chiropractor here. Like, okay, where is the best school? And he said, 20 minutes away from my house. I'm like, okay, perfect, I'm coming. So it was exactly December 27 that I told my parents that I'll be moving to the U.S., planning on coming back. And um, then I changed my plan. Wow. So what were you studying in college? Uh, in Nice. So oh. I was studying uh, science and physiology, and I had a major for, um, for special needs kids. And this is how my accident happened. I was uh, playing basketball in a wheelchair and uh, went to uh, shoot for the basket. And uh, naturally, my legs just pushed on my feet, obviously the pedal, and my wheelchair flipped backward and I landed in the middle bar of my spine. Oh, wow. And I broke two vertebrae, yeah. So um, then they didn't know right away what happened. And then a month later, they finally figured it out after me saying that I had pain down my legs. And uh, so my season was over. And uh, that's when I, my whole therapy started and I made a chiropractor, did not get adjusted by him at the time. I wish I did, but... Um, this is how my journey with chiropractic started and discovering chiropractic. Wow. Well, so that's, then I went to life in Atlanta. That's very interesting. Yeah. So your brother was living in Atlanta and that's yeah. where you moved? Yeah. And did you stay with him? Yep. I stayed with him. Stayed with him for a few, uh, I moved December 27 and then stayed with him for three weeks, got my own apartment, started school in January, speed track to catch up with my English and physics and chemistry to start a chiropractic program six months later, and then uh, chiropractic school after that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great. And then Nick, how about you? Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your background? What, are you, what were uh, you doing? What brought you to chiropractic What brought care? me to chiropractic? Yeah. Um, I think if you talk to a lot of People with chiropractic in general, even chiropractors, they have some sort of an accident, they have some sort of a pain, um, headache, something happened and chiropractic changed their life. Uh, I'm one of those rare people that that didn't happen. I kind of found chiropractic by accident. Uh, I played a sport called rugby. Um, I was pretty good at it and I got a scholarship offer. Really good at it. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I got a scholarship offer to go to um, a chiropractic school and play rugby. 
And at the time, uh, I had just graduated from Illinois State with my undergrad degree. I was working on becoming a teacher. And uh, this opportunity came up and I said, I don't really know what chiropractic is, but if you're going to pay me to go to school, I'm in. So I went down to Marietta, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta, and started playing rugby there and found this thing called chiropractic. Wow. And then from across the room, you saw this vision. Delphine, right? Not Something really. like that? Not really. I'd say it was the other way around. <laughs> I surely was. Do tell. My roommate uh, dated one of his teammates, and one day she was like, do you want to go see a rugby game? I was like, sure. Rugby is huge in France. It's like football here. I grew up with rugby. We watch rugby every weekend. I love rugby. I understand rugby more than any other sports, and I still don't get football, but I love rugby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she, uh, so we went to the game, and then here was bottom left on the side, long hair, long beard, all muddy and bloody, just screaming on the side. And I was like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, I had to chase him. <laughs> oh my god, I love that story. He made it hard. I'll have to. I, see. Did, I did not make it hard. I need to see pictures of the long hair, though. Oh, I have those. Yeah, let's oh, let's um, those. bring oh, those oh, to the office oh, or something. Yeah. I do. I, I donated it twice when I was in chiropractic school. The locks for love. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He had all the way to his shoulder, and he had a man bond to play. <laughs> I've got to see that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so, um, if listeners might be able to notice that I know Nick and Delphine personally, as for three years I've been having adjustments at their office. And I've noticed a lot of um, improvements in my own health, mainly my immune system. I've noticed that um, over the years, every year, I would have pneumonia, bronchitis, flus, and colds, and, and not just like one time, but repeatedly. And um, when I started going, I noticed that instead of having them, you know, every couple of months, it was, I maybe feel ill a few times, two or three times a year, and they're not nearly as severe. And I attribute that to the, the adjustments because I was already taking some natural supplements. I was already doing things and eating clean. And, and there, there wasn't a whole lot of reason why I should still be getting this, but I would. And I've noticed it greatly. Now, I started going to them for headaches. So I suffered migraines since I was 12. And they greatly improved as I got older. But I would still go in cycles where if you have migraines, you, you know that sometimes you might have them for six to eight weeks in a row. And every day for six or eight weeks, you might feel um, sometimes, you know, you can still go to work and you can, you know, live your life outside of laying in bed. But there are times when the pain is so severe that you are immobile. And I was having terrible ice pick headaches. And I went in and um, they were I, I, they were the only one that was open. When I called, like <laughs> no one else could get me in that day. And I'm like, I, I, I'm dying here. And they're like, well, come in today, come in right now, we'll get you in. So I did. And um, I had the adjustment, had the exam, did everything. I think I went back to probably two more times that same week. Mm -hmm. And the headache was gone. And my migraine cycles that I was still getting for six or eight weeks, a few times a year, are all but gone. Like I don't have, when I do get a headache, I'll still have it sometimes several days, but it's not nearly as severe. So I'm a true believer in it, and which is why I um, really want to have you guys in here, because I think that you can offer... Um, just attainable information to people as well, even if they're not going to become a client or get adjustments, sure. and that's fine. But you can give them, you know, good advice. And I know that in your office, you're all about um, helping people. You do a lot of charity work, and we'll talk mm -hmm. about that as well. You know, the the fundraisers that you do in Donations, your office. Yeah. So I know that you're happy to share and Absolutely. just, you know, if you can make people healthier, 
hundred percent. Then yeah. why not do it, right? Okay, so um, I want to um, talk about some other things first before we get into all the medical. I, I kind of jumped the track there, sure. sorry. But I wanted to know what are some of the challenges of running the office as a husband and wife team? Why don't you talk about that? <laughs> be be aware. Um, <laughs> listen. Well, I think over we've done five years now. What? We've had the office here, yes, yeah, but here. we've worked together longer. Yeah, well, this office here is, uh, we've had for five years, and well, it's a six year actually. Six years, okay. First, so it's yeah. been it's definitely been a a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we have coaches that we use as mentors. We have people that we meet with together individually to help us grow. Um, one of the things that we were we figured out early on was that we had tried to do like I was in the office three days a week, and she was in the office three days a week because we're open six days a week. So just split it equally and go. And one of our coaches explained it is like two. It was like two captains trying to drive a ship. Even though we're we're both on the same page, it's not identical. So as good as we do, we're still a divert, and and the ship is kind of fighting against itself. So we had to define our roles more. You know what are you? You know what are you going to actually do in the office and take over? You can't just do everything equally. You know, because then it doesn't, nothing really gets done, which was a huge shift for us, made things, life a lot easier. So I actually started adjusting a lot more often in the office. Um, Dr. Delphine still is in the office adjusting a couple shifts a week, but I'm pretty much at all of them. She does more of like an, the, the managerial stuff, um, you know, the, the payroll and taxes, you know, so we were trying to do all that stuff equally and it just didn't make sense. But you learn and you grow and that took a ton of stress off of us as a, couple right and then the office took off as well we were able to see so many more people and be more efficient um you know so that was really probably a year into the practice here we figured that out and it was just a night and day difference and there's things that he's better than me at some stuff and then i'm better at others so it was really coming into peace with like okay well you're good at this so you're in charge of this and i don't want to know about it because i know you have it handled and then something the other way around so like I'm really detailed, look at the details, all those things. So those are how we kind of help. That really help to split roles on what you're going to be doing, what I'm going to be doing. And then we meet once a week, obviously talk about this, not talk about this at home. It's the biggest thing. His biggest challenge is not talking about work yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. That's, the, my, that's my biggest thing. Like home is home, work is work. We don't talk about soccer at the office, but we don't talk about the office at home either. Well, that's got to be so, difficult, but that's a good rule. Except when it's something very exciting, obviously. If a patient is pregnant and she's been having a hard time getting pregnant, now she's pregnant and I'm coming back from shift, I'm going to share that with him, obviously. Sure. So and I wouldn't say it's your people were necessarily, it's your better at, well, some things we may be better at than the other, but. We enjoy like you more. May, enjoy it. So you enjoy. like more. Like I don't like, right. I don't like running payroll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like knowing what taxes I have to pay. <laughs> like she, you know, she, she likes to be organized with that. So it just, it worked out better. Right. Well, it's good. What well, it sounds like it also what you enjoy is usually your strength as well. Right. So if you enjoy it, you're something you're probably good at. Right. And it's nice to let go of things that you don't want to deal with, like you right. said. Mm-hmm. Was there a struggle at all, or was it all pretty even? Like, nope. Let's just never divide a struggle. It. Life is perfect. Okay. Next. How you see it? No, I mean we 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 battle all the time. Yes. You know, we struggle all we, the time. Yeah. We're better, but there's still you know who doesn't. I don't think there's a perfect company where a CEO and a CFO are going to come in perfect agreement all the time. 
So yeah, unless they share the title, they it's just be able <laughs> one to, man show. Be able to talk about it. Yeah. She said, I'm not allowed to share the title. Oh. I got <laughs> to give her some. <laughs> All right. Well, how do you, between work and home, how do you find balance? We call it war planning. And that's huge. You know, there's, uh, so war planning is really dividing the week. Um, what is never going to change, like patient hours, those never change no matter what. And then there is, so it's really dividing and spreading your schedule. What do you want to do? What's on your list? And then putting into block time during your schedule during the week. And that's really, that's how we can read books. That's how we can go to the gym. That's how we can do family movie night. That's how we can work for the plus six hours a week, you know? So, and it's really sticking to it. So I think that's the biggest thing is balancing the family and the office and being okay with being closed and being okay with having a busy season at, at work at some point because we know we're going to have a slower time at some point with the family. So it's not really balance. It's more... Oh, well, it's, yeah. How do you call works. it? Yeah, it's uh, harmony or... So you, you said... It was we, intentional. You intentionally well, you, schedule you, Absolutely. You yeah, said yeah. something like, we'll talk about the doctor stuff later. Well, mm -hmm. if, I mean, this is... We have five essentials that we focus on with patients in our office and mindset is one of them. So war planning to me falls under the mindset part because people will come in and they'll say, I'm stressed to this and I can't do this. And I, like they may have back pain because they're just stressed out. They don't have any issues whatsoever, but they're, they're physically, they're mentally just drained. So we'll, we'll address that as well. So we call it war planning because if we didn't do this, it was draining us. And it was something that I fought tooth and nail. I, I was not an organized person. I was not, I didn't plan things out. It actually felt counterproductive. Like I would plan something out and then, you know, hey, one of the girls had this thing come up. Well, I just planned this out. I got to change it. But what it what it really comes down to is that what the if you can either, you plan, if you don't make a plan, you plan to fail or something, whatever that saying is, the war plan is just, it's taking your blocks of time and you know exactly what's going to happen. But for those times, I can schedule actually like, you can put in your schedule, no idea. So I can take two hours and, and have a two hour block on a Friday night that says, don't know what, you know, no, no plan. So anything can go in there. But at Friday from, you know, 8.30 to 12, that's when I'm adjusting patients. That doesn't change. So I know what's going on, you know, at, at lunchtime, you know, I know I'm going to eat lunch from this time to this time. I'm going to do my notes from this time to this time. So it just, it takes away the thinking. And when you, when you don't have to think about things, uh, certain things, your brain power is stronger, so you don't drain yourself, and you can make better decisions later. Yeah, it seems restrictive. It actually gives you a lot of freedom. Very, yeah, much. It's, it gives you so much freedom because you know that every Monday is going to be the same thing when you walk into the office. You know, I see the patients, but like you said, and I have to do back office stuff. So I know if there's back office stuff going to happen, it's going to be Monday and Thursday. It's not going to be Wednesday middle of patients that I'm going to have to handle this. Same thing with the kids, you know, this is when we also the time with the kids for the activities, we know Tuesday afternoon, we're both off. So that's when we load up the schedule with activities on Tuesday afternoon for them to be able to drive them around and stuff, stuff like that. So yeah, it's no. really freeing. That's how you're able to do so much. And a lot of time I have moms that ask me, how do you have time to read a book? And how do you have time to exercise? Because you make it, you plan it out. Yeah, I'm huge into scheduling and I have a, my calendar at home. I always sync it with my, I mean, my physical calendar. I like to write things out. Me too. And then I, I do put them in my phone as a good reminder, mm -hmm. but I keep it. And it's so, it is easier when you have that listed out there, what you're going to do from what time. And 
Uh, I agree. It's better than having just random. What am I going to do today? You have no idea. Right. It's nice to have. It's nice to have free time, but you can even schedule free time. Exactly. Uh, this is my free time, and I can do anything I want from this block in this block of time. Right. If you get up and you have to think about the first thing you do is have to think about what am I going to do right now? That's stressing you already, right? I mean, uh, if you I think Steve Jobs is a great right. example, right? If you looked in his closet, I think it was black turtlenecks and, and jeans, right? That's all he ever wore. It's all everybody saw him in, and he did it intentionally. Because he didn't have to think about what he was going to wear, so his brain power would go towards developing things instead of being stressed out about. And there's examples all over about you know ultra successful people. They don't have to think about certain things. You know, I get up at 5 a.m. I go to the gym. I come home. You know, I get ready. Uh, I get ready for work. I wake up the girls. I get the girls ready, and then I leave for work. You know, my mornings, you know, Monday through Friday, there's really no change in that. Yeah, and how about your morning stuffing? I get up at five and I read, I meditate for five minutes and then something, get the girls ready off to the bus. He lives at school earlier, you know, has to work earlier than me. And then it's pretty much the same thing. I'm just home a little longer and get to the office a little later. Are you teaching your girls? But you have four daughters, yeah. four beautiful daughters. Are they um, learning the same yeah. type of... They get they... their clothes ready the night before mm-hmm. and uh, their backpacks ready. Has it smooth every single morning? No. <laughs> but we're thriving, you know, we're, we're aiming for it. Sure. So, it's, but yeah, I mean, there's no, other way, there's no other way. This is what we both do when they see us doing it. So there's no other way for us to think for them to do the same thing. Obviously, they're kids. But yeah, they get their clothes out ready, their backpacks ready, everything is in the mud room, so they can just grab it and go. So, but we're working on transition. Uh, <laughs> on the way out the door, one says, "I don't have my, I don't have my thing. Where's my, where's my book? My where's my iPod? iPod? Where's my iPod?" Then we scream and we run back in the house and we get it and we go. So, like any other family, yeah. then. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we try to teach them every night. Plug your iPad so in the morning you grab and go. But it's, we only have usually one person does it instead of all three of them screaming and running around. So yes, they can take turns. It helps. Yes. Do they plot their own course the same way though? Do they have their own? Do they do they plan their own free time or are they more? We give them freedom. They, I would say probably not as much right now. Right. But it becomes a, a like a learning point for them when they do. Mom, I wanted to do this and I wanted to go to my friend's house and do that. And we're like, well, did you plan it out? Mm-hmm. Like, right. where's you know. Can we have a? Can I have somebody over for a sleepover? I'm like, you can't tell me right Not now. Not today, right? right you got it. And then they, you can see the the, you know, right. the wheels turning, and you know, remember how mommy and daddy do this, and that's because we planned it in. Well, we tell them what day we can do those things because that's how we are planning the free time. Like Friday afternoon, we have nothing. Mm-hmm. You can have a friend. Tuesday afternoon, not happening. <laughs> yeah, when my son asks me for something like same day, I'll say, you know, we can certainly do that, but today is not that day. Yep. Right. We have to plan it and. He understands too, and those you see the wheels ticking when they realize, like if he's finished his lessons by noon or by twelve thirty, your whole day is free. Right. If you've done your schooling in the morning or whatever you have to do, you have this free time. So if you plan it out, you plan yeah. accordingly, right. things go smoother and start early. Yeah. Who wants at six thirty at night to realize, oh, I got to do my piano or eight thirty right. at night? It's you know, I need to go do piano now. Like right. you should have done that. Mm-hmm. And you can encourage them and teach right. them, but they have to. They have to learn it. Learn it themselves, usually through. Yeah. Trial and error, right? <laughs> and we wake up early, so they know that the earlier you do things during the day, then the more free time you can have for the rest of the day, and the better your brain works. So yeah, that's so nice too as an adult, though, isn't it? When you, when you have everything done and accomplished by noon, and you can just <laughs> well, it'd be nice by noon, but just to be done and then have like the weekend ahead of you, or yes, whatever. It's our favorite. Like Friday is our favorite day, which I know for everyone it pretty much is. But right. every Friday night we have our movie night. We, we have do too. yeah, and it's just. Like we we look forward to it, right. and then Saturday, 
my husband and my son are usually paneling around and we're, it's like just the best time in our right. house. And if you get everything done, then you can have that stress-free. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We do that enjoy. Friday's family movie night. So they planned the movie already four days ago. And What's it going to be? Um, they have a new release of their shows they're watching and they're making a movie. So whatever a girly thing is tonight. Okay. <laughs> I probably will fall asleep, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not usually a big fan of the movies that my son chooses. Um, tonight is called, it's called Axel or AXL, but a robotic dog. Okay. And you know, my, my joy is being with him. Right. And that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're really cute though. Sometimes yeah. they're really cute shows, but sometimes they're like, oh my God, but I love you so much. So yeah. Right. Well, I prefer we're ga- snuggling. I we're prefer good. game night, but Fridays, I was told everybody's exhausted from the week. So we tried game night on Friday yeah. and it was just a fight night, game yeah. fight night. Uh, so we went to, <laughs> yeah. game night, fight we, night. we went to movies, yeah. relaxing movies and then right. we tried Saturday's to do games game on Saturday. Night. So we do Saturday's game night. That's so we'll nice. play Monopoly, life, whatever games yeah. they want to play and new games we get for Christmas. So Saturday yeah. is game night. Yeah, actually, in Saturday afternoon at our house, it's like game day. Usually with my husband and son, though. My husband, will, who, as long as I've known him, almost 27 years, he hates playing games. Mm-hmm. Hates it. And it, it, my son, though, can get him to play any game, anytime. And he won't do it for me. The, the only time I've ever had him play, like, rummy or something with me... Um, is when we were stuck in an RV in Alaska <laughs> in the rain. And we couldn't get out and hike. I mean, you could, but who wants to hike right. in the rain? And, you know, and it was, we were sitting in the campground forever. And I had him playing like Go Fish and started easy, went to Rummy. And then he was like, yeah, I've had enough. And I've never like had him, but my son, I come downstairs every day, every Saturday, and they're playing something. And usually it's, often like difficult strategy games or something that I have no interest in. And my husband's like, honey, how come you never playing? I'm like, I'm with him all day, every day. Right. This is good. Yeah. I play these games with him. He's like, you're the one who likes games. I'm like, I do. But I also play them with him when you're not home. Right. But not nearly as much as yeah. my husband and son, which cool. I think good. is awesome. That's yeah. their thing. Cool. Yeah, it is for sure. Okay. So um, now we can get more to the doctor stuff. Oops. Um, so you were talking about, or I was mentioning that you do a lot of charities in your office or you do fundraisers and tell us about that. Just supporting local community stuff. Um, so Wings is one of the organizations that we've supported um, the most, throughout the year, the longest, probably the most. Yeah. Um, we do a food drive in November, and we've done the pantry here in Barrington. Uh, we do a toy drive in December, and that was for the Children's Hospital, Children's Hospital Northwest Community. Northwest Community, but in this year, unfortunately, we couldn't drop toys off there, so we pivoted and went to Let It Be Us. Uh, Let It Be Us for mm-hmm. um, foster, foster children, foster kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we and what really blessed this last year with all the craziness going on, we probably had the biggest out, um, outcome outcome for. Um, the donations. Yeah, when I walked in your office yes, for my adjustment that week, crazy. I, you could hardly get through the hall. Yes, yeah. it was amazing. It was, yeah, with, it was with beautiful. struggling, it was awesome to see people give so, so much. Yeah, really well, that's for food and the toys this year was just beautiful. Even um, Santa was amazed to see it. So yeah. What we call it is we call it Family and Friends Day. It's mm-hmm. usually that week, but it's a Family and Friends Day where just for a donation. Um, then we'll do an exam, consultation, x-ray if needed, and just let people, you know, time and money is usually the objections people give to why they don't take care of themselves. So if we offer a $30 donation or any sort of, however much they want to donate, and then we're able to take care of them, you know, that usually eliminates a lot of that financial or time 
Yeah, I brought my son in um, for his first consultation with you, and it was during one of those times. Yeah. And I think we brought in some winter coats yeah. or something. You were doing a coat drive, and right. it's so nice to be able to, you know, give something to help someone, right. but also then, you know, get something in return. is It's, it's a nice thing to have back, and you know, something that was important for my son to be examined yeah. and. Yeah. And, and it's through. exciting. I mean, we enjoy doing that. So it's really exciting to have just events like this in the office. The team loves it. Community outreach, yes. community partners. Especially now, you know, there's not so much going on. We're always doing community events out there, you know, when there is an event. And this past year, it hasn't been, obviously, everything has been canceled. So turning it in the office has been something very exciting that even the team enjoys doing it. And it's just... Uh, it just keeps it interesting. Yeah. Speaking of your team, you have um, really nice people that work in your office, Maria, and then um, Erica, Erica. Yeah. And then you have a massage therapist, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. Okay. Yeah. And Dr. Kate. And Dr. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. yeah. So the three of the three of you are doing adjustments, and everyone yes. else is your office staff and your they massage run the therapist. Show. Yes. It's. I mean, there's no way we could do what we do without a team. You know, right. They people don't come in if somebody doesn't answer the phone. Right, they, the first face they see isn't mine. You know, it's somebody at the front, uh, and it's a, a really diverse team. Like Erica is a veteran; she was yeah. in the uh, army. I did not uh, know for that. Several yeah. years. Wow. Yeah, she was in the army. She was in Afghanistan. Uh, was yep, she really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, in Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria was a she was a home uh, at home for what fifteen years or so. Yep. And then coming out of back into the workforce, had a nutrition background, just blended in very. She's been with us almost five years, I think right. now. Mm-hmm. Barbara's been with us from the very beginning. She is, uh, I, I would put her against any massage therapist in the world. She is hands down, I think, one of the best massage therapists I've ever been around. Uh, she continues to push herself training-wise, and um, I mean, it just shows how, how well she takes care of her patients. So we love our team very, very much. Right, and, and Dr. Kate? Oh, Dr. Kate. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> a, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's the, one of the new, she's a newer doctor yeah. um, coming out of school and uh, we've been able to just kind of really watch her blossom as, as she She's very principal. The she's, adjustments and yeah. The, the adjustments, but the way she communicates with patients, she's just really strong. And we had other doctors before and uh, just over the phone when I did a phone interview, I knew that she was hired yeah. before seeing her. Yeah. She's very friendly and personable, and yes, and we want we want our team to really reflect, um, you know, the image of the office, but the spirit because we're a family, and we want to make sure that everybody feels that also. So we we want to make sure that our team is also reflecting what him and I the vision is, and making sure everybody feels like a family and that we can hang hang out together and that we're all on the same page, I think. That's the biggest thing is all being in the same page so there is congruency with what we're saying and actually what you're doing. And I guess that's our biggest thing is you do what you're saying, preaching what you do. And that's important because you also bring your girls into the office sometimes and you want them to be around people that you trust and care about and have them care about your kids as well. Absolutely. And the lesson you're teaching your children, right, by who you who you hang around with, who you're with, reflects and it means a lot and it can influence you. Yeah. Well, they say, right, you're the average of the five people you hang out with. So you want to make sure you choose your group appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we talk about medical directly, I just want to clarify whether I need to or not that the Barrington area banter is not giving medical advice or telling anyone to stop seeing a doctor or to do anything other than, you know, what you what they individually think is best, Absolutely. right? Do their own research, be their own advocate, yep. learn from different sources, and then act on it, but probably talk to your doctor. 
We're not giving medical <laughs> advice either. No. No. Yeah. no one here is. We're just giving <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Our opinions maybe are yes. sure. what we do, what, what they do. So um, tell us some, some ways that we can improve our own immune system. So that's, um, I heard you say that earlier, how one of the big benefits you saw was your immune system improve. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the crazy world that we live in right now. Um, it's actually illegal for us to say we improve the immune system as chiropractors. Like you can't, we can't put that on an advertisement. We can't say that on social media. We can't tell anybody chiropractic helps your immune system when everybody knows it helps your immune system. If any of the research shows it. The research shows <laughs> it. It's, it, there are case studies. There's, there's yep. hundreds of case studies that show that people have improved it, but that's not. We have not, a case study that's that not, gets published. Um, wow. Yeah. That's not like good enough, but you can put somewhere, hey, stand six feet away and save the day. Like it's okay to say that, but not chiropractic improves the immune system. So. What I would just tell people is that in general, your body functions better and works better when you take care of it. Um, so as chiropractors, I believe the most important, well, I think most people should would probably agree that your brain and your spine are the two most important things in your body. So if you take care of that, naturally everything else will work better, including your immune system. So if I say to somebody, uh, what is your brain control in your body? You can answer, Everything. Everything. 100%. Most people are on board with it. And then they're like, well, what about this? They say it controls Mm -hmm. everything. Well, but can chiropractic help with this? Like, well, last time I checked, everything includes your immune system, allergies, asthma. Um, You know, if your toe hurts, if your back hurts, if your neck hurts, if you have a stomach issue, you have a heart issue, it controls everything. So we'll brush our teeth every single day, twice a day, not question it. But what do you do to take care of your brain and your spinal cord? which are the two most important things in your body, more important than your teeth, right? More important than the car you drive and the house you live in. And, and I'm not trying to take away people's stuff. I'm just saying that if you would put your health as a priority, all that other stuff would kind of follow through. So yes, immune system huge right now. Yeah, I can't imagine, and I was thinking about this, preparing for this. I can't imagine that I've ever met a person who's ever felt that they wouldn't rather have even improved health. Right. right. You know, people, when they get older, I think they realize that maybe what things they've owned really didn't matter, but their time with their family right. and their own health and 100%. to, and to live long, to spend time with your family, you need to have better right. health. And that's why it's very, I mean, that's why it's so exciting. Like our, our office, cause it's not, people have this conception that you should go see a chiropractor if you have a headache, neck pain or a back pain. But this is really not what chiropractic is. That's the complete opposite. They will come for this reason because it's too late. But then they see all the other thing that's happening. That's why we're seeing so many babies. And that's the exciting part of our office is seeing all those pregnant moms that I'm not saying I help them get pregnant. It's just, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> it's not that we, we don't treat asthma. We don't do the fertility. It's just we remove any interference that's in our body. That our body can't function 100% which then their back pain got them there or their neck pain got them there. But that's why our office is so exciting because we see so many kids and so many babies, they don't have neck pain that they can tell us. They don't have a back pain that they can tell us, but they're not sleeping properly. They're spitting up, they're colicky, they're not nursing properly. So they are have all those signs that their body is not working 100% in their full potential and they do get adjusted. And then just like recently, we had a mom asking us, are do kids that get adjusted make develop better or develop faster or just more alert or more calm is that yes they are because their body is working at full potential 
So it's not a religion to believe in. It's just a fact, just like gravity. You can jump off a mountain, don't That's believe in good... gravity, and doesn't matter. You're still going to crash and die. You believe it or not. And chiropractic so is the exact that, same thing. So say that a little differently. Chiropractic, like I don't, I personally don't believe in chiropractic. Right. At all. There's nothing to believe in. It's not in. a belief. It's not a It's religion. like me saying I don't believe in gravity and jumping off a building. It doesn't matter. If you take care of your spine, if you get adjusted, your body's going to function better. Because your nervous system, yeah. really. The biggest thing Whether people see just the spine, the bones, but the bones are there just to protect that most important organ you have in your body. You can't replace it. You can't take it out. So there are really, when you take care of your nervous system, then your body just functions better. I get How's excited. That? That's I get, great. You I get, get so all fired excited. up now. Hey, that's I good. I just get so excited about this. The more you talk, the less I have to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, did we answer a question? What was the question? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Now, can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? I, I miss that. Oh, I can. Can you record that? <laughs> um, so yeah. So we know that. Yeah. Regular adjustments are right. That's are very important. But then we also talk about. You know, diet and exercise. Yeah. Those and are five essentials that we talk about in the office. And I would say, Let like, the question. Let us the question. Sorry, you oh, just, no, go I ahead. love it. Well, that's great. Go, tell us your five essentials, by the way. So <laughs> you want to if, talk? If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't, kind of got our, we're probably different than most chiropractors people see. Um, we don't do pain management, mm -mm. and if you want, that's fine. If you want that, go go enjoy. There's a lot of great chiropractors out there, but our goal is to get people healthy for the long term. So we use what's called five essentials. So chiropractic, you know, healthy nervous system is first. Uh, but if this example makes sense, I could adjust you seven days a week, but if you make, eat McDonald's every single day, you're not gonna be any healthier. So we've gotta look at your nutrition. So adjustments, take care of your spine. Nutrition is number two. Mindset is number three. Uh, or excuse me, exercise is number four. You gotta be moving, like movement is life. That's how you pump oxygen and nutrients to your body. And then toxicity, decreasing toxicity is number five. So if we're at least taking care of, you know, some of those, all of those, I mean, where are we at? It's going to tell you kind of where you're at in the health spectrum there. Yeah, sure. You're a step ahead. And number five there, your office is, um, you keep it um, poison free. Absolutely. <laughs> and you, you keep it very clean and sanitary. Yeah. Yes. But you use... Um, no bleach. Yeah. Like <laughs> vinegar and oils and things that, yep. that clean. And then I know during COVID you have to use something... Probably a little stronger. Well, we uh, use alcohol, alcohol actually. Okay. Like real drinking alcohol. Everclear, I think. Was, yeah, went to Benny's. <laughs> Very so, expensive. A little, for, a little for the, <laughs> for the bench, a little for me, a little I for wish. the bench. They, you know, I wish. They rolled out the guidelines and it was like, all right, CDC, how do we, yeah. you know, how do we do what they're asking us and not poison people? Because if right. you looked at some of these chemicals. Oh, yeah, I stay away. Some of these chemicals they, they recommended for COVID were caught they cause cancer mm -hmm. like right. on the bottle it says this will cause cancer or they get COVID. <laughs> yeah and the hand sanitizers people were using it with it yes try how do you Super. say it try look try what's it called i don't want to say the name get in trouble but whatever that one is that oh is in their their yes. bottles yes. and it causes cancer well, yeah, hand sanitizer in general is Soapy causing water. super bugs if you've heard oh that gosh. term before oh, yeah. right listen they kill it says on the bottle right, it kills 99.9 percent .9 of germs well that would be great if there were like a hundred germs because then you got all of them but like that Point one percent, but there's billions. So point one percent of billions is a whole lot of germs still, and now they're resistant to that hand sanitizer. They're resistant to the next thing you're going to spray on it because they're getting stronger from that. And now we have things like superbugs out there. So soap I mean, and water. Yeah. Plus so, we have good bacteria that we don't want to kill. Either. Healthy exactly. bacteria for sure. Bacteria is so, yeah, boosts your immune system. It's it's something right. that we. That's why you let your kids eat dirt. <laughs> play, <laughs> play in the dirt. Play in the dirt. Yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Absolutely. 
Okay. And you know, your um, five pillars, how they're connected, I think too, you know, we think about our health and you have your physical health. It's everything's linked, your mental health, right? right. Your emotional, your spiritual health, your financial health. And you have to try to keep your house in order right? to, to have the optimal health. And right. it's not always easy, but right. that's, that's why it's good I, once in a while to kind of slow down and reflect and see wherever you are. And also you can realize, well, actually I'm not doing as bad as I thought I was. Um, is everything going to be perfectly balanced all the time? Probably not, but that's why it's good to set, step back and then and then look at it. But right now, we'd say definitely, I mean, mindset is a big one and you know, mind over the matter and how, what, you know, what your, what your thoughts are. This is what the words are coming out of your mouth, which is also what your reality is. So really working on mindset, that's another big one. We do always positive affirmation with our kids before going to bed and uh, whatever, you know, we do a dream board every single year with our team. We do it at home as well. So really focusing on what is the best you and what is your dream life? Yeah, that's great advice, you know, and having the the law of attraction, right? When you're putting yes. out positivity and you're thinking yep. positive. And, you know, I, I know in your office when I would come in and I would say, yeah, I'm getting a cold. And Dr. Nick would say, no, you're not getting a cold. You are you have symptoms. You're right. symptomatic. Symptomatic, you're not sick. And and I take that to think of, too, like, you know, that I, I, I'm not sick. I'm not this. Right. I tell my son, too, you know, it's okay. You have a sore throat, but that doesn't mean you are sick. Right. You have a symptom of something. Your body is fighting. Let's right. use my favorite. It's called expressing health. Yes. So if you throw up, uh, you just expressed health. If you have a fever, you're expressing health. One that mindset we talk about, I mean, think about if this country thought about everything in a better, more positive mindset, we wouldn't be in some of the messes we're in, right? If you have bad food in your stomach and you get it out, that was a good thing, right? So was that a, a sick expression or a healthy expression? It's 100% healthy to throw up. It's 100% healthy to have a fever. Your body was created to mm -hmm. take care of itself. You know, you cut yourself. It's a healthy thing to bleed because that's how you, you know, heal. So these things we call them, yes, you can call them symptomatic. I'm good with that. But when somebody comes in and says, Dr. Nick, I'm sick. No, you're not. You're not sick. You've been told you're sick by every commercial on TV and probably every, you know, every doctor, you other doctor you've been to. Um, but you're not sick. Your body's doing it for a reason. You have stuffed sinuses. You're symptomatic. You're expressing health. Right. Your body doesn't want to breathe it in anymore. So it clogs you up. But now it's all about supporting your body through it. Mm -hmm. So, because why somebody will catch COVID and somebody doesn't, right? So it's really, or, cold, or the flu, or, flu, or, or whatever cold, it is. It doesn't or matter. measles, or whatever it is. It's really, at the end, it's not like at the moment when you have something that you have to start working on your body. It's what are you been doing the past six months? Right, prevention. The past year. And that's what it is, because we live in a crisis care country versus being proactive right so instead of waiting for catastrophe to happen what about we just start working on it 10 years ago and what you do every single day what do you feed your brand are you on facebook all the time are you listening to the news all the time right are you like every i see a lot of people wear a mask and they put it down and smoke maybe quit smoking right <laughs> that probably no, help your lungs a lot don't quit <laughs> that can't help anybody put the mask you on know? don't quit so smoking it's like, what do you do every single day to boost your immune system so as you were talking you know you're just asking us earlier it's every little things you do every day between the exercise and the chemicals you use in your house the the aluminum you have in your house that you cook with you know just stuff you put on your skin i mean it's all those little things it can sound very overwhelming that's why one step at a time it's always better stick to it Six months later, add another one. Stick to it. A month later, add another one. Yeah, but you create a create a routine, and it yes, becomes easier to stay and with. And tackle you, one but, thing at a time. So take that. You said overwhelming. Some people call it hard. 
Right. This is something I, I'm, it's not my words. I saw it on, who knows? I, I forget where I saw it. But you say, well, that sounds hard to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, well, look at that. How about this? It's sickness is hard as well, right? If you're sick, that's hard. And it's expensive. Being healthy is hard. So if it's going to be hard, which one do you want to be? have hard and be sick or do you want to have hard and be healthy? And the thing you right. have to think about is when you try to be healthy, it's not just for you, but it's for your whole family also. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. You interrupted me now, so. I mean, the Nick uh, and Delphine show. Go ahead. Yes. There you go. <laughs> she has something to say. I was just saying that hard, like people say, oh, that sounds hard. And yeah, maybe it is. But like I said, it's hard to be sick as well. Or it's being poor is hard. Yeah. Making good financial decisions is hard also. Like I want this right now, but I'm going to not buy it. Right. You know, so pick your heart. Yeah. You know, same thing goes when it comes to nutrition or supplements and not everyone maybe can afford to buy organic greens or maybe like there's the clean 15, there's a dirty dozen. And if you can try to just buy what you can that you, that they, even everyone will tell you, yeah, this is more nutritional and you're not getting the poisons. But some people say we can't afford it. I can't afford a supplement. I can't afford something, but you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. Pay now or pay later. Love it. You're still going to, you're not saving money. Right. 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 Exactly. And like I said, you you know, start with just having few organic vegetables or a cleaner meat, but s- still keep conventional vegetables, see how it fits your budget, how you have to adjust, do it for six months. And it's like, all right, I'm still able to pay the bills. Now I can do this a little better. And you adjust that too. Yeah. And, and that's how you create a snowball of better habits. And just starting to look for it. Because even if you go to the store, you'll see sometimes conventional actually will cost more than organic, right. mm-hmm. depending on what it is. All summer long, you could buy at a big box store in Lake Zurich, I was buying <laughs> huge amounts of organic grapes. My family, we eat tons of fruit and vegetables. Right. And the, the price was like the same price as the conventional. And then there were times they were on sale, they were cheaper than the conventional. Right. Right. And I've seen that with apples and lettuce yeah. and other things. So it's out there. Right. You know, you don't have to go to Whole Paycheck and, and give no. all your money to, to right. try to improve. Right. And those small improvements make a difference. Right. And then anyway, now it's not just one special store that has it like 10 years ago. It's pretty much every right. Aldi, store. Yeah, pretty, everyone. Pretty much a lot of stores you can find something that it's a better choice. Yeah. And maybe if you are if you can't just add some things right now, maybe you can look at what you can cut out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And for then sure. then you kind of make up for it yep. and can start adding Okay, so let's talk about um, some chiropractic myths. Oh boy, <laughs> what what myths do you hear people come to the office and say? Because you you can look online and you can um, uh, research, you know, dangers of chiropractic right. care. You can do that for anything in the world, and you will find something, right? People, oh, they know someone who knows someone who sure. something bad happened. But what are the main myths that you say really well, are? We covered the fir- the belief is probably the, right. the big one. Say, oh, I believe in it or I don't believe in. It. I'm like. Okay, I don't believe in it either. Like it's it just that's the biggest one. People, it's not a belief. It's it's just a fact. It's the way things work. It's funny you say that because I can't even think of one. Because I, it's like we say, right? It's not a belief. We know a hundred percent. It you know that it works, and it works all the time. And uh, so it's hard to like. Well, think. Da- chiropractic is dangerous. As people will say, what about the every like about, every like, every two or three years something will come out in the news where somebody got oh, injured yeah. chiropractically, and it's. It's just not true. It's just not true. I, and I'm happy to share. Stroke. The, uh, stroke. Is, the, the but think, well, stuff that happened. You probably know the numbers better than I know. I'm happy to share. If, I mean, hope I can share numbers on an, a podcast. What's our What's our malpractice for the year? What do I pay? Uh, $900 We pay nine, so. Between nine and $1,000. Yeah. That's our malpractice for the entire year. Mm-hmm. All right. What does an MD pay? 
like a hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, because the only and this is insurance company, right? So insurance companies they're not they're totally neutral. It's the it's the bottom line for them. Mine is so low because we just don't hurt people. It's just not true. Like the the stories are, you know, what usually happens is somebody maybe did something. Um, they fell down the stairs. They injured their their spine. It was like you know a blood vessel is having an issue. Well, what's the side effect of that? Like a headache or neck pain. Where do a lot of people go when they have headache or neck pain? They go to the chiropractor. They get an adjustment. They're still, you know, it gets worse. They go to the hospital. They say, what's the last thing you did? Well, I got an adjustment. That's what did it. And, well, what about the falling on the stairs yesterday? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where most of and it comes from. And that's the thing from. is we're taught and trained to screen patients too. So again, right, it's like, like you hear right now, oh, my neighbor died of COVID. Well, we don't know their state of health. Oh, yeah, that's you know, a big one. Oh, they died from measles. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know their background. You don't know their state of health. Oh, he was so healthy. He was 36. He had a heart attack. Okay. And then you look at it. He was taking 10 medication. Well, he wasn't healthy. He was just feeling it. He was taking medication. There's no healthy people that don't take that take medication, right. right? So that's the thing. It's like having the background also to the story versus those big headlines of, this and this, that calls this. There we go. Well, what's the background behind this? So we're taught to, tra- we're trained to screen patients like this that are calm, like Lyme disease. Well, no, if somebody is coming, that's like, okay, well, we'll just you because you have a headache, but you probably need to go see somebody else because there's something else going on there. Mm-hmm. So we're trained to screen patients for that kind of problem heart attack or somebody that could be a stroke or cancer. So we know all those signs. Can we say it and diagnose it legally? No, but we are totally trained to refer them out if there is something that doesn't sound right. Yeah, you know, I, I, and we do that probably once a month. I read a story um, not that long ago about a chiropractor who saved their client's life. Um, the man came in and they did the exam, or the regular, um, like you check people out right before you start to do the adjustment. Mm-hmm. And he was complaining about, um, I guess he would have an edema and he had some other symptoms. And he's like, yeah, I just thought I'd come to you like I normally do. And she said, um, no, I really think you need to go. He didn't want to go. And I guess she called the ER and said, no, he's on his way. And she forced him to go and she saved his life. Right. Like he was, he apparently was in the middle of, I don't know, in the middle of a heart attack. Or right. I don't, I don't remember the whole story. It happens to us. Really, it's probably you once a month. We send out patients to be seen because at the end they did have a cancer. Somebody else did have like get uh, was it a tick that he had, and he you know it was in that time frame. Then it was critical that he get the antibiotics uh, for, for for Lyme, and then moms for preeclampsia. Same thing. They came like, hey, I'm just very swollen, very tired today. I have a hard time breathing. You know, it was preeclampsia. So we're trained for all of those things. Doesn't mean they can't get adjusted, but then I'll tell you, cool. So my second year, out. my second year in practice, I had a, a a boy come in high school, age athlete came in, and he had knee pain. And we we adjust extremities, we adjust knees, shoulders, wrists. I mean, we, any we can move joints to take mm-hmm. pressure off. But um, something was off. I checked it. I was like, I'm not going to adjust him today. I don't, you know, I'll look at his, adjust his back, but not his knee. I said I would go to the orthopedic. I, something's weird here, uh, and I didn't hear from him again. You know. And then I think like two or three years later, we got a letter mm-hmm. that said, hey, we just wanted to, we finally got around to saying thank you. Um, it was cancer. He had a cancerous tumor in his knee. Wow. And um, it was young. It was young. They caught it in plenty of time. They were able to remove it and life was good. But we were the first, I, I didn't know what it was cancer. I didn't know, I knew something was wrong. Right. And I said, go go to your ortho, or I think is who we sent him to. 
And because they got checked, they found it and took care of it. So I'm not gonna, I'm not telling you I know what the, the problem always is, but we can identify issues and give you direction on if it's not our office, where, where you need to go. Sure, that's great. Um, I know that you do a lot of work with pediatrics. Yay. And people aren't usually familiar. I never knew that little kids would have adjustments. I remember when I had, um, I was coming to you and I would bring Elijah and then at one point, and I wasn't having him adjusted. And, you know, we have a plan for that now. Right. Um, but he, um, I would bring him in on occasion to have you guys adjust mm-hmm. him. If he, if he was having symptoms of not feeling right. well, I would have an adjustment. Or when he had hurt his, um, he'd hurt his knee actually in karate. And I brought him in for an adjustment and, and an exam and done that. But then I would learn, like you have this cute little giraffe pediatric table mm-hmm. and it's, like for babies, and you, you, I mean, tell me about that because that to me is like mind blowing. That's the best. I think it's the best part. We love all adults. We see families, but seeing the kids and the baby is definitely the best part of the day. It's kids fun. don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> but ours. I was like, except your own, right? <laughs> yes. They just run around the table. We got to yes. catch them. <laughs> and that's the thing is like you know we've learned through our kids, and like we always say, everything that we share with our patient is stuff that. We've tried with our kids. Like, we don't get a supplement in the office until we try with our own kids. We don't do a detox with certain kids at the office until we try with our own. So, really, your kids are a tryout, error. You're the one getting But that's, that's my point is like, if I am going to do it to my kids, is I've researched this entirely because I will never in the world hurt my kids. So, um, there's an organization called the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Mm-hmm. So I think the website is icpa4kids.org or .com. I forget which one. And that's that's where we've done our extra certification stuff. So So thousands of hours of extra. Going going to seminars and workshops and just, you know, learning um, how to work with kids is because it's a more specialized technique. So where some people, you know, we see athletes, we see uh, adults, grandparents, but we've specialized in pediatrics and pregnancy. So we've done the extra study to sit down and, and make sure that we get them the care they need as well. I mean, we, do us, uh, we did that extra training because chiropractic for kids is different than adults. It's not the same adjustments. It's not the same, it's not the same background that they're going to have. It's not the same things that we're looking for. But most importantly, the thing that I would say adults, parents would not get their kids adjusted because they think it's going to be the same adjustment as they're getting which is why we did so many thousands of hours of extra training because it is not the same thing. It's still a growing body. It's still very unstable. And they don't tell you what they have going on. They're not going to, a two-year-old is not going to tell you that their hip is is hurting, right? Because they fall a thousand times on their butt as they're learning to walk. So so that's why we see, I mean, we've adjusted our kids and since the, the minute they were born. You know, him, I did it, you know, as soon as. I mean, very simply, if, if you look at, is it going to be easier to correct something 40 years later or, you know, right when it happens? You know, if you fall off your bike when you're five and your hips are out of alignment and you don't do anything about it until you're 40 because, oh, now it hurts, it's a lot It's a lot different than, hey, just get them checked. Like, you know, like I said, you brush your teeth every, you know, every day, not because you're trying to. Not you because know, you have a cavity. Cavity, but you're trying to prevent. Right. Right. So it's the same thing with kids. They, they get adjusted. Like, we're just our kids every week. You know, we see some kids that get adjusted every two weeks at the office, but 
like I said, like they're so busy. They're exposed to so much stuff. They are growing all the time. They play sports. Their babies have so many milestones that if we see a pattern that is going to slow them down and that could become a problem in five years, why not fix it now? And so waiting five years, the, the wait and see, are they going to outgrow it? They don't outgrow anything. Their body compensates, which then is creating more problems. So that's why that frequency, that regularity of adjustment is so important. If it says, hey, you have a fever, just get adjusted. Well, what about it get adjusted three months ago on a regular basis? And then, you know. Right. And that It's not a- just like pop a Tylenol when something happened. It's you brush your teeth every day, you drink your water every day, you just get adjusted every week. And so people who may not know what adjustment is, you're not just, people just think like you're cracking it, you're cracking right. it back. And I'll even kind of joke with Nick about that sometimes. Like, did you, you get the crack? That word. But re- I know I'll you do. That I know. Way. That's why I kind you, of say you it. You crack eggs, not yeah, people. I know. Yes. But you're just, what you're doing is, is gently manipulating the spine back Which into just position. It's a movement. You're, you're, you're taking pressure off of the spinal column and the nervous system. Yeah. It's, right. And sometimes you got to move it to do that. And um, sometimes you hear a pop or crack, as you would say, <laughs> and sometimes you don't. And again, it's not being addicted to the noise because the noise doesn't mean anything. It's just air that's in the joint and you put pressure, the bubble bursts and that's it's louder in your neck because your ears are right there. So that's really how we explain it to all our patients and then kids. Yeah. And you, and you were saying you can do a lot of things. I know that Nick also, I have TMJ disorder. I'm giving all my medical information here, but, I'll, but <laughs> Nick, from Nick, Nick will work on that for me. You know, I know. Nick will. <laughs> you said it. Oh, but Nick will work on my jaw even. Like it's, it's amazing all the different things that, that you, can, connected. you yeah. can work on. It's, it's all, all connected. connected. Yeah. Your body, your body just wants to be in balance. Right. Really. It wants to be, if there's pressure, take it off. So many times we see kids, you know, they get adjusted and then parents will text us, hey, they had the major poop after the adjustment. <laughs> there you go. Well, yes. that's important. Because the body's working better. You talked about myths. One of the one of the myths I would say, I would warn people about is most people say, well, I feel good, so I don't need it. Oh, and they go one time. Yeah. It didn't one, work. I went two times, it yeah, didn't work. One right. time didn't work. Or I felt good. Or I felt the worst thing you can do for your health is to base it on how you feel. Right. Because everybody feels good until they don't. Mm-hmm. And think about the two biggest things that kill people in this country, right? Cancer and heart disease. What does that feel like? You know, while cancer is developing in your body, you feel fine, but you're, how sick are you actually? That's, that's true sickness. Right. Cancer grows about what, I think it's on average four years before you have any idea it's there, before any test can find it. But they're like, no, I'm healthy. Like if I give one advice, never judge your health on the way you look and the way you feel. Because right. I mean, think about it. Cancer, heart disease, obesity, diabetes, ADHD, autism. I mean, they're all getting worse. And what most of them don't feel like anything. Right. But if you be proactive with this, if you say, hey, how about I just get checked? Maybe your spine's great. I mean, but have you ever had it checked? Have you ever looked at it? So that's the, the I feel good. I, I feel good, so I'm fine. That's a, to add to what you're saying is, if you think about it now, our country, where the one that uses the most medication, that has the highest technology for medical Right, but obesity, pediatric cancer, heart disease, cancer for adults is not going down. It's actually getting worse, and we're the sickest country. So it's really not working just from an outside in, but really an inside out. And that's what people are forgetting these days, right? Especially right now, this past year almost, you know, that's what people are relying on. It's outside to help yourself, to well, help your body. it's almost human nature. Well, I mean, what does everybody want? They Quick want it, fix. They want it one time for free. Mm-hmm. Right, it's and it's just not it's not reality, right? If I want to lose twenty pounds, I can't go to the gym once, right? I can't eat a salad once, you know. I can't if I want to fix my teeth, I can't wear braces for two weeks and take them off, and then once I take the braces off, I got to wear a retainer 
or else what happens? They start to go back. Mm -hmm. It's it's, our, it's just nature. It's how your body works. So what we're, what I'm saying is that your spine, again, hopefully you agree, is the most important thing in the body. Your brain is number one and your spine is number two. More important than the heart, right? The spine and brain tell your heart what to do. So take care of that on a regular basis so everything else works properly. Well, the doctor said it, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I was going to ask our five takeaways, but I think we've kind of gone over that quite a bit. But um, we'll reiterate, uh, five quick takeaways to improve your health would be... You want me to give somebody five, what, recommendations? Just Let's give, start back a whole hour of it. <laughs> yeah, just, just quick five, five quick takeaways. What can someone do tomorrow, even if they're not going to come in for an adjustment anywhere? And that's yeah. fine. Not all our Absolutely. listeners aren't going right. to do that. So what would be five positive things they can do just to improve their health? Come in for adjustment tomorrow. <laughs> Anywhere, okay. we'll find you a chiropractor that's, wherever that's you are. That's a great point. You know, if you're not sure about it, if you're not sure, if, if we don't think like Barrington's close, if they, if, I don't mm -hmm. know how they get a hold of you guys here or not, but if there's something they have questions about, I don't care if they're not going to come see me. I'll find them a chiropractor in California. I'll do that all the time. I'll find them a chiropractor in Florida. To me, it's not about coming into my office. It's about getting people healthy and changing the mindset. Because when we start to change the mindset of what health looks like, then people don't say, oh, I'm sick or I feel good. They say, oh, I'm symptomatic or I'm expressing health or I'm going to get, I'm going to be proactive. And when we can start using that language, then everybody, it'll lift everybody up. So yeah, I would encourage people to get your spine checked one way or the other. Uh, that's, that's, if you haven't, why not, right? Why not figure that out? And that you could find somebody um, that'll probably do it cost effectively and you know you can at least get it checked mm -hmm. you don't have to start chiropractic care but you might as well know what you're dealing what your spine looks like sure and, and that's the thing we always find that we have patients moving you know or patients that have family that's in a different state and we find them chiropractors to go to that we will feel comfortable going to or send their family to so again it's about like getting people into chiropractic care versus just our office yeah, I mean, other we haven't we didn't talk much about nutrition, but that we said is right. one of our essentials. That's important. Right. So, you know, if you're looking for five things, I would take those five essentials. You know, what is your spine healthy? Or do you even know what it looks like? Whether it's healthy or not, do you even know? Uh, what do you do for nutrition? You know, just ten percent better is one of our office themes this year. Mm -hmm. Try to get ten percent better. Maybe that you know we're not trying to you know rock your world, but get a little better. Uh, mindset. How is your mindset? If you wake up every day and it's a crappy day, it doesn't matter if you get adjusted or if you eat healthy or whatever, right. it's going to be a crappy day, mm -hmm. right? You know, find something to do. Listen to a podcast, journal. This podcast. Uh, this podcast. Hey, what, <laughs> what do you know? This podcast. <clears throat> Journaling, I think, is one of the most uh, return on investment, we call it. Um, so this is stuff I fought all the time. The secret you talked about, the law of attraction. I was like, that's so stupid. Like, I don't, like, it's just, I can't think about a car and get a car. And then it was just, it's just, everybody's got a different language that makes sense to them. And somebody one day was like, what does it cost you to put up a picture of a car on a wall? Like nothing, like basically nothing. They're like, yeah. And what if you get the car? Whereas opposed to just not doing anything and not get, I was like, holy cow, what a different, like it doesn't, it doesn't take hardly any time or any cost for me to journal every day or to write gratitude or be in, so why not do something like that? You know, yeah. You know, actually I just want to jump in on that. Um, I've seen, I've not read the book, but I've seen the video on it and I've heard about it. And there's a photographer, um, her name is Sue Bryce, and she's um, she's from uh, Australia or something, somewhere out there. Now she lives, I think, in Washington State. And she's amazing. And she has, um, there's something called Creative Live. 
Have you ever heard of that mm. website? Mm-mm. Creative Live. And they have all kinds of videos. And they do um, they run some free ones constantly, but then you can sign up and buy individual classes. And as a photographer, I buy a lot of classes from there, from editing, posing, and marketing, and everything. Anyway, I had bought the subscription from her. And she is like an incredible motivated um, motivational speaker. But she's a photographer first. But she's so motivational. And she was talking about this law of attraction. And the whole time she was talking about this, she was wearing these gorgeous earrings. And I loved them. And I was like, oh, I really want those earrings. I'm telling you, I kept thinking about them. That like two days later, I was in the House of Hope thrift store in Lake Zurich. And I found, I'm wearing them today. I'll show you when I'm done. And I'm like, those are almost identical to her earrings. And I couldn't believe it. And I thought, wow, did I somehow manifest these earrings here that are affordable? I couldn't believe it. But I do think that kind of thing happens. Right. Can I give you one? Just yeah. Like, so we did our office. So as a team, at the end of the year, we do a, a, a like a vision board session. We do a goal setting for the next year. So I brought vision board stuff in, and I like to do a little bit of my personal time as like some woodworking and building, kind of as my you know get out and outside and just blow off some steam. And I've I've seen videos of like the it's called a lathe wood turning. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is really cool. So I put it on my dream board a, a lathe, and a good one's kind of expensive. So maybe it was like a couple of years down the road thing. Um, Last week, mm-hmm. our neighbor, one of our neighbors who I don't really know, don't know at all, um, is moving. <laughs> called and said, "I got a wood lathe. Anybody want it? Wow, for free." I was like, uh, "I'll take it." Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, out of nowhere, like this. So I haven't even used it yet. It's in my my uh, garage, but I was like, "That is crazy." That's so, awesome. Yeah, I mean, is my that's like a big change that I've just mindset wise. Like, so return on investment. Find things that are you know easy to do like journaling dream boarding meditation it's so much more fun and enjoyable to just focus on this versus what is your neighbor has or what does your neighbor you know mm-hmm. do highlight and, real and on comparing you know being facebook perfect right? right instead it's like get off facebook and grab a book like we're reading atomic habits right now i mean there's so many great books that really like feed your mind that, that helps you to be a better person and really f- journaling figured out what is your dream life you have only one life so how can you be the best person how can you have the best one it's not to everybody else's standards isn't it exciting that i think as an adult i find it more exciting of how much stuff we can still learn and grow and it feels so good to learn and grow but then you can have this list of books that you want to read or have these ideas and you know it's attainable you can keep reading you can keep doing it and we can teach our kids to do that way and to love learning i think that's key too right if you teach your kids to love learning They'll hopefully always love learning. And then we, as the parents, can can right. be that um, example. Right. Yep. So there's goals. There's called SMART goals. Have you heard of SMART goals? We talk to patients about setting up SMART goals, meaning S-M-A-R-T is an acronym for specific, measurable, uh, attainable, relevant, and timely. Hey, two of those words were in my, that's, in my that's uh, thing today. You're, you're atta- I didn't even know that. Attainable is what made me. So like, if I set a goal to lose weight, my goal is to lose weight. That's my goal. Well, well that's not a, just to say that though is not a smart goal, okay. right? Because does that mean are you going to are you going to lose are you going to lose weight now or in ten years from now or in twenty years from now or how much is is a pound what your goal is? Or so a smart goal would be let's say more detail uh, specific. I want to lose you know twenty pounds measurable, so you can measure twenty pounds. Um, specific, it's a specific amount. Uh, attainable, can you do that? Yeah, I, I mean, that's it's relative, it's attainable. 20 pounds by my reunion in three weeks. There you go, well. <laughs> right, now, isn't that now, how they do yeah, it? Yeah, but now, so now, yeah, now you gotta <laughs> change that fasting. up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But the time is the key, right? So if it's like, oh, you don't put a time in there, then you you don't have that motivation. 
because people say stuff, well, I want to lose weight. And like, it just never happens. Well, you never set that specific, you know, thing up to ha- You didn't set yourself up for success. Yeah. You know, I have found that when I do, I'm, I go up and down, even though we eat clean and healthy, it is difficult for me. Um, and I have noticed, people. I have noticed that. Yeah. But yo, I have yo. noticed that when you really plan it out and you, you put those benchmarks, yeah. it's easier to attain them right. <clears throat> when you actually are working towards a goal. And why? Why do you want to lose weight? Right. right. Oh, yeah. It's like, the reason why do you want to lose weight? To look good? To fit into a dress? Or what is it? Yeah, mine's, all, mine's always just for long life. I just want right. to live. I've said this before. I say it all the time to people. I want to live to be an old lady. I've told you guys this. I have a young son. <clears throat> excuse me. And I want to live to be a very old lady so I can watch him grow and have children and, you know, be married and have children, have his own life. And we call that seven layers deep, which is it sounds like you're three or four layers into that, which is great. Because if somebody says, I want to lose 20 pounds so I can fit into a dress, that's like one layer. So what happens is when the, the event gets closer and you're like, I haven't, lo- I've only lost 10 pounds, you're like, eh, well, I can fit into the different dress. And, you know, that's a, it's not, it's not meaningful enough to where it makes you actually take action. So yeah, if th- those are some great, if people are trying to set goals and I don't know if there's a way for people to communicate with you here, but um, I'd love to hear, Hey, I, I listened to this and I set a smart goal, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and had a time frame to it. And like, this is what the reason I said it for was. And hopefully people can take some action and, and make a difference in their lives. Yeah. Well, that, <clears throat> that would be great. Right. Okay. So we're going to um, wrap it up soon, but I have just a couple questions for you. Um, I'd like to know what you two consider um, a fabulous a fabulous life. What to you is fabulous? Is we talk about how it's different for everybody. For some, it might be a night out, a you know, a great vacation or whatever. But what to you makes your life fabulous? It's family memories. Really, it's just creating events with our family and uh, traditions and memories versus just stuff having stuff. So that's why like, we love to travel. We love to have experiences together as a family with the girls. Glad she answered that. She oh. answered that really well. Yeah, she that's did. Not- okay. And then Nick, you tell me <laughs> See, this that's one. That's how we work together. Let's have you answer this. <laughs> Delphine, you go behind the wall and hold your ears. And then we'll, then we'll do vice versa, right? Okay. What would be your, what's an ideal date night for just the two of you without the kids? An ideal date night. Well, we, we like food. Good food. And is, wine. Is a, is a is a key, um, and then we want to do something where we could probably talk, you know, not like sit in a movie and just be, you know, um, you know, stare at the screen, which we like to do as well. But I think the ideal date night would be uh, good food with some sort of activity that we can, con- you know, have a conversation with, like throwing axes while you're talking. We've done that. Well, we've done I, oh, I know. That's oh, okay. why. <laughs> if our anniversary, the rule is, which he doesn't listen. It's we don't buy each other anything, but we'll travel somewhere. And we've gone ziplining. I mean, those that's better than Lake Lake Geneva. We've done like Geneva. I mean, we've done like a boat tour. We went like out of the country, um, Punta Cana. Oh, we did. That's right. right. (laughs) And we've been married quite a while now. So, but like, have again, right? Experiences and uh, memories versus just stuff. But I'll take a diamond, though. <laughs> there you go. Just okay. say. Right. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. So um, did you, you were talking about um, friends and family offer. Do you want to just tell, this This wasn't meant to be an infomercial for 
your office or for chiropractic care in general was really yeah. just improving our health naturally, which I think we covered quite well. Did we do good yeah. with that? I think okay. we did. Okay. Um, but you did, I know you do have um, special offers for first time clients. Do you want to? So, yeah, we, I mean, different our, season, we have different, different offers. Yeah, so it's every, it's we, not the same thing all the time. Every a couple, several times a year, we offer the Family and Friends Day, um, which is where for a donation, we, we take care of that person on their first visit. So everything that day goes, goes to a donation, okay. usually for wings, but depending on some other, if another charity is asked for help, we're happy to do that. And again, the, the point of that is one community outreach to be a part of this community, but two is to help eliminate some of those financial and time and, and the, I don't want to be harsh with excuses, but the things that people they have in their life that prevent them from getting healthy. Like I said, the goal is that, do you know what your spine looks like? Do you know if you're healthy? So if, if we can at least help you do that, and then you can make the decision if you want to continue or not. But family and friends, we do that um, every couple months. Do you have an offer right now, though? What are you running right now? Uh, January 27th is, is going to be family and friends. I don't know if this will be out by then, but um, we'll do January, so probably March then as well. Every so two in, months. We'll uh, have every other, every other yeah. month. Yeah. So come, yeah. January, so March would be the next one. Um, so yeah, we're, I mean, we're happy to, to do that. What phone number do they call to make an appointment? 847-277-2990. And your, <laughs> you want it in French? And your web, please, yes. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, come on. Let me hear it. <laughs> Did you just test me? <laughs> she, you said it, she said it. Don't blame it on me. I love to hear a foreign language, so <laughs> keep going. Okay, and what's your website? Uh, com. All righty. Yes, and we have a Facebook page, and we're on Instagram. And they find you on Facebook by just typing in... Dignan Family Chiropractic. Yep. All right. And we'll put that in um, the spelling. They won't get that by just hearing us oh, talk yeah. about it. D-E-I-G-N-A-N. All right. That's a tough one. All right. Well, That's doctor, his name. Yeah. <laughs> Your name. Well, I just typed along. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, Dr. Nick and Dr. Delphine, I thank you for coming here today and, and meeting you. with us. Thank you for having us. Yes. I had fun. I hope everyone listening, fun. I hope you guys had fun. Yes, it went by fast. All right. Well, <laughs> tune in next time. Same station, same bat time. How does that go? Great, Gray Wolf Records. <laughs> this is this is really cool. Thank oh, you. Thank yes, you. thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's it. That's it. It's a wrap. It powers on. Powers on. <laughs> powers on.